to the bottom of the stream movie show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome. It's the weekly movie show from the world famous bottom of the stream podcast. It, it is what made us famous. It is indeed what made us famous. Let's talk movies. Let's, Let's talk, talk a movie. A particular movie, an Austrian movie this yep. week. Good day, mate. Get your lederhosen on. Oh. Is that Austria? <laughs> Austria, not Australia. Okay. <laughs> is lederhosen Austria? I think it is, isn't it? Yodeling, is that Austria? Yes. Arnie? Toblerone? Or is that Swiss? That's Swiss. Okay. Try to think of other Austrian things. Can't think of any. <laughs> this week. No. I'd love to go to Austria. Me too. It looks like a beautiful, beautiful country. Shall we go? Yeah, all right. Cool. Bye, everybody. <laughs> This week, mate, mate, this, I've never called you mate. <laughs> wow, you are my mate, but I've never said it before. This week, Nick, we are watching Apocalypse, Please. Yeah. This film was released at some point in the last 10 years. Yeah, it was. It's either 2012, 2020 or 2022. Yeah. I have no idea. And it's there's nothing that gives it away. <laughs> Within this, there's that, that, one line that potentially gives it away that it was made in 2012. Right. Because Pascal at one point says the world's due to end on the 23rd of December, 21st of December. Right. Which is when was the end of the Mayan calendar, I think, in oh, 2012. Okay. So okay. everybody was expecting the world to end that day. It, I think, personally... It's entirely possible it's sat on the shelf. I think it has. I, I, this film has no internet presence at all. It's no. got two entries on IMDb. One from 2012, one from 2022. Both appear to be talking about the same film. There's two separate entries on this. Sure. So it was either it's either these guys have gone out and remade the same film twice, ten years apart, or IMDb don't even know when this film was made. Yeah, well I I checked out a couple of the cast and, yeah. and this film is on their resume. Twice. Sometimes twice. Sometimes uh one of the ladies it was just on twenty twenty two. Again, no no links, no poster, no nothing, just literally a line. With, with it a, appears a to me that this film was made in 2012 and has somehow appeared on Netflix in 2022. Yeah. And it has never been anywhere ever in between those two yeah. times. And it's mostly just done on a handheld camera, so yeah. who knows? Exactly. No idea. But that's what I'm going with. I think it was made in 2012, released in 2022. It's our best guess with the information available to us at even, this point in time. This film doesn't even have a poster. No. There's no poster anywhere online for it it's just it's madness there's not even a wikipedia entry um it was it's been rated in the uk as a 15 uh, it's on for one hour and 25 minutes currently rated on imdb a 3.3 out of 10 from 21 reviews yeah that's insane literally nobody's watched this film. 21 reviews on imdb i also went and had a quick look on the old letterbox okay five reviews no way it do you think we're the first people that have ever done a podcast on this film i'm not a betting man <laughs> but i would put some money on that yeah weird isn't it yeah this is we're at the cutting edge of bottom of the screen <laughs> this is minute as it gets. we've said it before but i don't think we've ever been this far down the street no no i don't think so. not again with the limited information available to us about this film i'm fairly confident yeah this is as bottom of the stream as we've been yeah bear in mind when we watch pentagram we've been to the film studio where that was filmed and it's literally a, it's an amazing place but it's just a warehouse in the middle of leicester yeah this is much further down the stream than that yeah yeah just there's no set on this film no. it's just people on a it's film i'm pretty sure it's filmed on a potato <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's filmed on a mobile phone from 2012 i think so. it's, it's insane it really is. And then, and then it's, here it is on Netflix. Do you want to know what's really interesting? Yeah. This film stars Robert Finster. He plays Maurice. Okay. He's on Netflix quite a lot. He, uh, he's he been in three Netflix originals. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, he is in a show called Tribes of Europa. He's in a film called Prey. Yeah. And he's in a TV show called The Perfumier. Okay. Was this Shorsh? Maurice. Yeah. Yeah. Is that his name? Shorsh. Yeah. The, is that the, the same guy? The protagonist. Yeah, the antagonist. Oh, okay. The, the, bad... the, the rich dude. Yes. Yeah, okay. No. Because <laughs> I haven't got a Maurice, so. I don't know who this guy is then. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's, cra it's crazy. Hold on. I might have written it down. Wrong. That's fine. There was a Maurice in it. 
There must have been. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure my notes are pretty good. Okay. And I didn't have a Maurice. Somebody in this film's called Maurice. <laughs> Says it on IMDb. Was he the guy who was going out with the porn star? No, was that, was, that was Melvin. I I who think. Fox Maurice. Then? I think it might be the cameraman, the bold one, the bold guy, because he was referred to as sexy. It was most of the way through this. It was, and I don't know if we ever got his proper name. He's the I only. Think you've been led astray a bit there by the this non-existent <laughs> movie because he's pretty much the only character that doesn't actually get a name but he's the only character on imdb <laughs> with a photo <laughs> and who's been in other stuff that's why i picked him sorry mary christine friedrich plays wilma okay yeah yeah daniela goldfassin plays alana yeah alina alina peter petrosini plays pascal yeah christian strasser plays shorsh okay and that's it Nobody's been in anything else. Don't even go. There's no point in looking at them because I'm pretty sure these guys just picked up a phone one day and decided to make a film. <laughs> There's no script. It was written and directed by a lady called Barbara Graftner. Uh, again, nothing. No no internet presence at all. So I have no idea. I, I, I feel like I've done bad research on this, but there is literally nothing to read about <laughs> it. I couldn't even find another review on it. <laughs> it has IMDb stars but nobody's ever written anything okay and there's just, just the five on letterboxd yeah and just the five on letterboxd yeah. it's insane it is insane it's an insane film <laughs> is it even a film i don't know it's 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 some visual footage it's, that's on netflix yeah <laughs> it's gonna does be, that make it a film yeah i guess it does it's it's an hour and 25 minutes long so it's feature length there's it's a mockumentary, we should yes. probably say that, about people, what are they call suicide, apocalypse preppers. Yeah. Hunkering in a bunker. Yeah. Which they'd never do in the film. <laughs> so, we're, yeah, we're following a documentary team making a documentary about, about these sort of uh, five people who are, yeah, preparing for doomsday. Yes. There's no narrative. There's no story. There's no script. There's no real tension there's not a lot to this film i've got seven pages of notes a couple of weeks ago i made a, uh, 15 pages of notes on lockout which says comedy nope i think it tries to, i think I it tries to be to funny be maybe i i'm not gonna lie though straight up i you know we obviously kicked off this season when we watched target which was a, a an indonesian comedy yeah which we said you know we kind of liked yeah. But a lot of the comedy was lost in translation. Um, I, having said that, found the comedy in that Indonesian film much more understandable than <laughs> in this Austrian movie. Yeah, agreed. Um, there, we should say there's no English dub in this. It's subtitled, German subtitled, I guess. Yeah. I guess they're speaking German. Or Austrian, maybe. <laughs> Um, so it's difficult to get the right emotion from subtitles sometimes. But sure. Let's just get into it, shall we? And yeah. see where we end up because uh, I have no idea what's going on here. Do you have a one word review? It's the end of the world as we know it and I feel fine. <laughs> I feel fine too. Where does this film start, Nick? Uh, we are introduced to our main characters. Yep. As they are talking to the documentary crew. Uh, and look, this is a strong start for me because the first person we meet is Pascal Wilfinger. <laughs> great name. Absolutely top draw name. Great name. Not a great character, but great name. And he's kind of the leader of this yeah, he's doomsday preppers charge, posse. He? He's an author. Yeah. Um, we then meet Alina Wagner, a midwife. She says she's scared about the upcoming apocalypse. Okay. She's also but Pascal's girlfriend. And prepared. She is. That's right. Uh, Maria Fazekas, an exotic dancer who just wants somewhere to hide. Okay. Uh, Melvin Sabrada, a flight attendant slash bassoonist, <laughs> which I also liked that Where caption. Where did you get all this information from? It was, that was upon the screen. Oh, was it? Yeah. It was <laughs> like they were captioned. And then they gave like a little interview. Were they? Yeah, you've... Okay, this is going to be a good episode. Fair. Uh, he says that in preparation for Doomsday, he's composed a symphony. <laughs> right. On the bassoon. 
That sounds fun. Uh, uh, we meet Clemen Zizala. He's the final prepper. Uh, he just says, uh, I'm a cocaine dealer, not a physicist. <laughs> and that's it. I liked these little vignettes. Yeah, they were good at the to start. be And uh, then finally we meet Wilma Moore. She is the director of this documentary. Uh, who basically outlines the plot. These five people are looking for a cave so that they can build within it a doomsday bunker. And we are here to film it. Cool. And that's it. That's the whole premise. Am I right in thinking that Pascal and Clemens were brothers? Uh, I think I just mentioned it at some point. Melvin and Clemens are, I okay. think. I thought Pascal was. Okay, it's, that may change. There's completely two unimportant. Don't worry. Anyway, they're all in a van. And they're heading up to these caves where I think they've heard of somebody that's already up there. Prepping. They're off to meet a survival specialist. Yes, yeah, to uh, give them some like training. Who has identified some potential locations for them. Yes. Um, and they meet up with this guy. We meet him quite early on as well. I was really confused here right from the off because he gets there and he's like, well, there's no caves. They're all full. Yeah, the caves are full already of people already yeah. cave prepping. I get the feeling he was like running a cult. Is an apocalypse actually happening? We never know. Don't think so. And I kind of liked... I'm trying to stay positive here. I kind of liked the fact that it was left to me to decide, is something about to happen and these guys are trying to, yeah, you know, save themselves? Or it. are they just fucking mental? <laughs> uh, you know. Like I say, he does mention December the 21st at some point. Yeah. So I feel like he was expecting something, but not necessarily... Sure was going to definitely happen. Which I think if we knew this movie was made in 2012... Yeah. That would give us our answer. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they, they, like you said, not you, you just said they get told the caves are full. Uh, they all start to have a bit of a panic. They do, and then they have a bit of a group meditate. Yeah, they're a bit hippie-ish, aren't they? Yeah. So they all start meditating together. Um, but this guy's like, look, I'm not going to send you away empty-handed. Have some free hazmat suits. Well, he says he says to the documentary crew, I will give them these hazmat suits if you'll make a video for my website. Yeah, which they don't do. Nope, don't think, don't so. think they do. <laughs> so yeah, he gets some, uh, they get some free hazmat suits, which they're quite happy about. Um, and Pascal suddenly has a memory that Alana's got an ex-boyfriend. Who's rich. Who's rich. And he says, well, I gave that guy all our money and he says there's no caves. Yeah. What the hell are we going to do? Yeah. Uh, oh, you could ring your ex boy. Ring your ex up and see if he'll give us some money yeah. to help us out. And she's a bit reluctant to do it, but she does call him in the end. Um, he says, I've got a tunnel. Yeah, I, I own a tunnel. Yeah. Of course, everybody owns a tunnel. <laughs> it would be perfect for what you're looking for. Yeah. I'll send you a map, is what he says. Yeah. Um, but then we just cut to him yeah. in his office. The film crew go to him. Yeah. Leave our guys and go to him in his office. And he's like an insurance broker. Yeah. And it seems to me he's already, whether some time has passed or not, and and they gave him the idea, well, I kind of don't get that feeling. No. But he's already got this business set up where he's basically scamming doomsday preppers. Yeah, into buying doomsday insurance. Yeah. Which he'll obviously never have to pay out on, because yeah. if it does, doomsday does happen, then they're not going to claim it, are they? And this guy is, if we later name, uh, learn his name, is Shosh, and he's... He's a. F- I, I couldn't stand this guy. No, every he was time horrendous. he was on screen, he was awful. He was an awful human, and an awful actor. Yeah, it was bad. I just, it, yeah, it's terrible. It's the worst <laughs> thing about this movie. Yeah, by by a long way. And he's also in it a lot now. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> Too much. And then we go back, and he's basically sent them up to this. He owns this house. Yeah. That appears out to, in the country that somewhere. has a tunnel in the grounds that they can move into. So they move into the house. Not the tunnel that they wanted. The um, just before they leave the office, the documentary crew they've he's sent them out because he's got a business meeting, but he's still got his microphone on, so the sound <laughs> guy can hear him sort of basically saying, "Oh, this is easy money here. I'm yeah, scam- scamming. Look how many people. people I'm scamming for this cash." Yeah. Um. So yeah. they all move into this house with this tunnel on the grounds, and then he shows up. Oh, first we meet Anna. Yes, a creepy young girl who was Alana's sister. Yes. She was creepy. Yeah. She just kind of stands and stares and does nothing. Yeah. At this point. So we didn't see her earlier, but she's now with the group at this house. Yeah. Um, so then Shaw shows up at the house, meets all the others. Um, he's a bit frosty with Pascal because Pascal's now with Alana. 
Yeah. And so the, it's like the meeting of the current boyfriend and the ex-boyfriend. Um, he's, he's, he's just, but he's, he's suddenly, Shaw's just suddenly very interested because there's now a documentary being made. Yeah. And he's, his he ego is just, yeah, yeah I want to be all over this. Yeah. So basically now the documentary becomes about him. Yeah. He's trying to turn it into like a profile yeah. slash sales pitch yeah. for him and his business. Um, Wilma has a bit of a crisis of confidence about the whole documentary at this point. She's not sure if she can make it work or if they can make it work or if it's even going to be like anything interesting is going to happen. Um, then she sits down and interviews, was the guy called Maurice? The guy with the girlfriend? Melvin. Melvin. Um, I've, why have I written Maurice there? Um, she sits down and interviews him and she just his girlfriend basically just talks over him the whole time. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a quiet guy, I'm a flight attendant, I like to play the bassoon. And his girlfriend Maria is just like, no, you're not, you're a fucking Nazi football hooligan. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like this real quiet, quiet n- like, nerdy guy. Yeah. yeah Which again, was quite funny actually, I yeah. thought. Because she was just, everything he said, she was just like, that's not true. Yeah. You're, you're this horrible, evil person. <laughs> um. I've written here, Pascal then shows off his new bulletproof vests. He's managed to get some bulletproof vests from somebody. They're all pacifists. Yeah. But Pascal has procured these bulletproof vests. Did he get offered guns and turn them down at one point? Just in case. Just, I yeah. d- I, again, I don't really know Who's why gonna be shooting they've got at them? these. Who's yeah. going to be shooting at them in an apocalypse? But anyway, he's got them. He shows them off. And Shosh kind of butts his way into camera and, and he... He's stirring up trouble between Pascal and Alina, isn't it? Yeah, he, he basically like, asks oh, him. Oh, you're not pregnant yet. Yeah. You told me you wanted kids before you were 25. Yeah. Getting on a bit. Getting on, yeah, you're a bit old now. And Pascal doesn't want kids, so that creates an argument, yeah. and this goes on for ages and ages. And then Wilma turns out she's arranged to go to dinner with Shosh. Yeah, for a business meeting. Yeah. Uh, and then the next day, we wake up the next morning, and Wilma and Shosh are really getting on. Also, by the way, there's CCTV everywhere. Oh, yeah. A lot of the films shown through CCTV cameras. Uh, Because we keep seeing Anna creepily walk around the forest. Yeah. She's a very creepy girl. Um, They all get together. They have some breakfast. Um, Pascal takes a sip of his tea and is surprised that it's hot. Yeah. That was weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wilma then sets up an interview with Shosh. So she's basically... She's kind of into him a little bit they're well flirty at this yeah, point yeah they are yeah. at this point she, he's like charming her yeah and it's yeah. working Anna brings like a ferret in yeah I've written that she just brings a dead animal home just puts it in the freezer it's really weird um, Shosh has also invited his parents to come along with some press she says my editor's coming today yeah and I don't think that person ever arrives and Shosh <laughs> says oh good I've also invited the press and my parents yeah why? <laughs> to be interviewed about him, to tell, say how good uh, he is. He is, I guess. Because he's making the documentary all about him. They they arrive and his mum like knows everyone there. Yeah. Which I again I didn't understand because same. We, it had not been established that she apart uh, from Shorsh and Alina. Yeah, she knew. But Alina. She also knew Pascal. Um, yeah. And I was like, well, I we, I didn't know the. There was more of a relationship. Don't uh, I have no idea. She turned. They turn up with a dog as well. They've brought this like. Oh yeah, dog family dog. Family yeah. dog. They <laughs> mic Mrs. Shawsh up. Yeah. So his mother, and then she's like, "I'm, I'm just going to go to the ladies' room," and then we get. I can't imagine a lower common denominator of joke. No. The the sound guy again. She's left her mic on, so we just hear her taking a dump. Yeah. Lots of fart noises. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then they film Shawsh playing a musical instrument. Because he's like... So he, him and Shosh and Melvin do a duet. A, a recorder bassoon duet. <laughs> yep, that happens. <laughs> uh, the dog's gone missing. Yes. And then the parents leave without the dog. Correct. <laughs> so they realise the dog's gone missing. They go, well, we're going to have to go anyway because uh, it's bedtime. Yeah. But we'll leave the dog. Hopefully you'll find it. We've waited till night to make our first visit to these tunnels. Yeah, we're going to the tunnel. So they start moving some in stuff the in. the dark. In the dark. Um, and then Shosh has been interviewed in the... T- Pascal gets interviewed. And then Shosh gets interviewed. And he repeats and exactly he basically what repeats, Pascal's yeah. just said. Because he's like listened in. And yeah. then he's... So he's basically stolen the line. And yeah, Pascal kicks off about that. Yeah, and Shosh is saying, right, there's room for 20 in here, but we're only preparing for seven. There's going to be seven of us. Yeah, so there's plenty of room. There's yeah. plenty of stuff. The tunnels are from the Second World War. All that sort of thing. Then Alana gets interviewed and is asked about her relationship with Anna. Yeah. 
And she basically says, look, I've, I've basically brought her up. I look after her parents. Our parents were too busy to work. Not really that bothered. In the background, Anna's like saying she's going to make clothes from all the animal furs. Yeah. Where's she getting animal furs from? Well, she bought the <laughs> ferret and stuff in. Because a few more fell make out a of the freezer. coat from a ferret. <laughs> How many ferrets do you need to make a coat? <laughs> I don't know the answer. <laughs> don't, don't, don't write in. <laughs> and then they'll go back to the house for dinner. Um, Shush just basically offends everyone. He offends Clemens, who's a cocaine dealer. Yeah. He offends him, and he basically says something about you get drugs for your wife, and that's why she fucks you, or something along those lines. Yeah. I don't really understand. Anna eats Haribo with a knife and fork. <laughs> Did she? I never spotted that. Yeah, at the dinner table. <laughs> wow. Um, she then tries to... Anna then tries to fuck one of the guys. I've forgotten which one. Yeah, got- so, so what happens is, so they're at the dinner table and Clemens and Melvin are just doing cocaine. Yeah. And Melvin, com- that's the guy. Yeah, and it comes out that Maria isn't really Melvin's girlfriend. She's just a hooker that he's paying right. to have sex with twice a week. He says, "My our deal is we have sex twice a week and we've not done it for a week. And right. that's, he's like, I've got needs. I'm not getting what I'm paying for. Yeah. And then we cut to a scene where Anna takes Melvin to a shack out in the woods. And she says, we just need to hold hands for five minutes. They hold hands for like two seconds and then she jumps his bones. Yeah. This girl's like 18. Yeah. Um, Wilma, somehow sure she's still mic'd up. They, they've yeah. forgotten to unmic him. She he's over- chatting up Elena. He's chatting up Elena and Wilma overhears him and calls him a dickhead. Yeah. Which I thought was, which made me laugh a little bit. Um, and then Melvin just runs in front of the screen. Like he's come back from his booty call. Yeah. There was a couple of nice little touches like that. that yeah. Make me not outright laugh, but a little smirk. <laughs> um, then they decide what we to survive in this tunnel. We probably need to figure out how to get over a swimming pool on a rope. Yeah. In it whilst wearing a gas mask. Yeah, I didn't really understand this bit. No, not me. So they, they're practicing river crossings. Okay, fine. That might happen in a survival situation. Yeah. I, I don't understand how it happens. And this clearly wasn't subtitled or translated. But for some reason, Shaw, through his powers of allegedly charisma, <laughs> convinces Walter, who's the sound guy from the documentary crew, yeah, to be the guinea pig and try this. Because he's the crossing. weakest member of the team. Right, okay, Apparently. I missed that. That's what he said. So basically, if he can do it, we can uh, Anybody it. can do it. Right. Even okay. though he's by far not the weakest member of the no. team. But yeah, if he can do it, anybody can do it. So they basically set up this like rope bridge over the pool, which he's got a shimmy across, was wearing one of the hazmat suits yeah. and a gas mask. And he doesn't do it, he falls in the they water. He panics and falls yeah. in. Pascal rescues him. Pascal, Pascal dives in and overdives. Yeah. You notice his dive was awful. He dive, his feet ended up above his head. Uh, yeah, and rescues him because he was drowning whilst wearing a gas mask, which I don't even know if it's possible. Uh, Wilma then later reviews the CCTV and sees footage of Shorsh screwing Alana yep. on the sun loungers. Yep. Um, the cameraman, what was the cameraman called? She just called him sexy, but I think that must have been Maurice. It must have been. So, okay, we'll go with Maurice. He's lost his headband. And he freaks out about losing. Yeah, he he's bold. A, and he's bold and he wears a headband. And he's like, I can't work without my headband on. It keeps my hair out of my eyes. Yep. Guy's got no hair. <laughs> That's the joke. That's the joke. But it's like... It's not funny. It, it's so odd. <laughs> it's so weird. The, as this we show read, takes us to some weird places. And this is one of the weirdest places It really been. is. I'm just reading out sentences. Yeah, exactly. And... None of it seems to make any, none of it's going to make sense to the people who are listening to this podcast right now because none of it makes sense to us. It's incon- it's completely incoherent. So he's this guy, this bold guy's lost his headband and he's freaking out about it and he's refusing to work until he finds it or somebody finds it yeah. for him. And but they've got to film Shorsh doing a workout. Yeah, because he's like, oh, you need to show my physical side. I, yeah. I, you know, I'm a I'm a rich guy. I'm a charismatic guy. I've also got some guns. Film me working, working out, out, working the bag. So he's punching this punch bag, and as he comes around the punch bag, he's wearing the headband. Yeah. <laughs> he calls him a bloody bastard, <laughs> which really made me laugh. And Will, so Wilma says, "Can uh, can sexy have the headband back?" And Shaw says, "No, it looks better on me." Yeah. Uh, get rid of that camera guy. 
all the whole thing's off. I'm pulling the funding. Yeah, you've got fire him. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, he's just using this to promote his doomsday insurance. That comes out at this point. Yeah, Wilmot is only now realising that he's basically trying to film an ad for his uh, insurance scam. Yeah. Shorsh then gives out... He's got some guns. He gives them out to people. Clemens gets one. One of the other guys gets one. Um, so they go out and they're like, kids at Christmas, let's go and tr- play with our new toys. Yeah. and, it, and These are Pas- all pacifists. Pascal says, you said you're a pacifist. And Clemens says, well, it's just in case I need to defend myself. Yeah. Um, but we've got a bulletproof vest. And now we've got some guns, so we probably need to see if a bulletproof vest Yeah, works. it's like, well, we need to test them. Yeah, and they sure. all just like, yeah, okay. No one says, like, oh, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> Pascal's like, and it's like, Pascal's got to be the one that fires the bullet, apparently. Yeah. Uh, his mate, who I, I forget which one was wearing it, but one of uh, them. It was Melvin. Was it Melvin? So he's wearing a bulletproof vest. Pascal shoots at him. Um, there's a big argument. He was refusing to do it to start with. He, he freaks argue. out because he's fired a gun. Yeah, he freaks out before he fires the yeah. gun as well. And, they freak, and as he's freaking out, he fires the gun, yeah. shoots Melvin, and then runs off and, into the woods because he's fired a gun and he's a pacifist. Melvin's fine. Melvin's fine. He gets up. The vest works. The vest didn't even seem to have a mark on it. Um, Alana follows Pascal into the woods where she finds him crying. Yeah, she like comforts him. She comforts him. And then <laughs> Anna is now filming herself. And she's skinned the dog, apparently. She's got basically got like a tannery set up. Yeah, she's set up a, like, she's stretching animal skins. She's making a loincloth out of the family dog. She's killed the family dog. And George, George turns up and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why, why have you skinned the dog? Yeah. It's my family dog. But he's not that bothered. He's not that bothered because he then fucks her. Yeah. Um, he says like, you're a, you're a lady who looks like she knows what she wants. Yeah. Like, I'm like that as well. And um, yeah, they go back to the shack. Start doing some naughty. Yeah. And Wilman, Wilman spots them yeah. somehow. Maybe they're on camera. Maybe she's got still my, maybe still my. Maybe, you know. maybe. She gathers all the others. She gathers them all together and shows them what's happening. She's like, look through that window, Alina. Look at what your sister's up to. Yeah. And she goes loco. Alana loses her shit. That's my sister. Yeah. So. Joss is like, well, it's not her first time. Like that's so. Yeah. Like. <laughs> that absolves them. <laughs> So what they decide is that they probably need to kill this guy. Yeah, they're going to pay him back because he's messed this whole thing up. Yeah. He's, he's playing puppet master. The whole thing's getting out of control. Yeah. So they come up with a plan. To fry up some mushrooms. Yeah. Which... Because Pascal, uh, you know, he's he's very in touch with, with nature. He, he knows which of those fungi you should not be messing with. Yeah. So he does. So they fry up some, deep fry some mushrooms. Yeah. Don't serve them up to anybody else. Just serve them up to Shosh. Not suspicious at all. Not suspicious at all. But his, he, he's, he's really self-obsessed anyway. That Yeah, the joke is his ego is so big that when they bring in this plate and we're oh, we've done this specially for you yeah. because you're so amazing. He's just like, oh yeah, fine. Thanks. Thanks. He, eats, he has one bite and Alana freaks out. Yeah, she gets the attack she, of the guilt. Yeah, she changes her mind. Um, she's... Knocks the fork out of his hand. She, does she tell him that it's poison? I think she She's does. She's trying to, and Shorsh just kind of goes, oh, you like all women, you're yeah, crazy, you're an and eats a bit more. So then they all get drunk. Well, he's um, tripping balls. He is, yeah, he has a... Everyone else is drunk, <laughs> or coked up. He starts babbling all those sorts of nonsense. Then he's... He's talking about how much he likes Sting. Yeah, he just mentioned how much he likes Sting at one point. <laughs> the musician. <laughs> Not the rest. <laughs> Uh, he's dancing around fields in his pants. Yeah. In his head. This isn't happening. This is all in the, his head. This was the laziest hallucinatory sequence I've ever seen. It's literally in his pants with a daisy chain around his head. Yeah. It's like what... He kisses a cow at one point. Yeah, but it's like... It's been conceived and directed by someone who's just... Well... Doing mushrooms got to be more fun than pretending you're yeah. dancing around the field. It reminded me a lot way. of remember those Alan Partridge scenes where he was yes dancing when around. When Alan his pants. Partridge is daydreaming, yeah. that's exactly what it's like. It reminded me of that because yeah. it's the same, like even with, the same. It, with his cone bra. Yeah, wasn't it? exactly. Um, so basically, he's dancing around fields in his pants. He kisses a cow, and then in the actual real world, he collapses in his own vomit. Yeah, and just passes out. Unfortunately, when they took the mushrooms off. Shosh earlier they just left them on the side in the kitchen yeah and now the cameraman's eating them yeah and he's dead now <laughs> he's very dead yeah he's dead he had the leftover mushrooms and yeah, he dies. he's dead in the kitchen so 
We're not going to call the police. We're not no. going to do anything like that. We're going to go out into the garden and bury him. Bury him. Of course we are. Well, that's an absolute <laughs> leap. But yep. everyone's now in this together. Yep. Everybody's now in on this together. They're, yep. they're all murderers. But they all decide again now, right, well, we didn't want to kill Shosh a minute ago. Well, we did want to, and then we didn't. But now we do. But our, our mate, yeah, he's who we've dead. worked with for ages, we're just going to bury him. Yeah, we'll bury him. But also, we now do want to kill Shosh again. And we yep. all agree on this. So they cut his brake lines. cut the brake lines in his car. Um. Next morning, Shorsh wakes up. He's fresh as a daisy. He's literally like, oh, I've had enough of this. I'm going sailing for the yeah. day. He's not got a hangover from the bit of mushroom he ate or yeah. the drinks that he's taken. So I'm going to go for a drive. So he drives off. And they think, well, he's driven off. He's got no brakes. We should probably follow him yeah. just to make sure he does die. Um, he realizes quite early on in his journey that he's got no brakes. Yeah. And so he stops the car. <laughs> <laughs> he drives up a dirt track. Now... This is a huge problem in a movie that clearly has zero budget. Yes. They've cut the brake lines in this car. Yeah. He's zooming down this hillside road. Again, you, very picturesque. You road. can't damage your car. No, you can't damage your car. You can't afford to film a crash. No. Uh, he So he veers off up a sort of country lane, I yeah, guess. like a dirt track. Still going very fast. He can't brake. No. Uh, and then the next scene, he's just parked up. Yeah, it's stopped. Parked up. He gets out of the car. In amongst the trees. Oh, that was a bit scary. Yeah. <laughs> I think what they were trying to tell us is he drove uphill until the car just <laughs> ran out of energy, upward motion. Sure. I don't know. Um, he basically... And then when he gets to the top of this hill, there's an abandoned car up there. There is. There's a van. Yes. Yeah. With all the doors open. And, and it's abandoned. And then a few steps down, there's a dead guy. There's a dead body nearby. Like, bleeding. Yep. And there's a case a bit further on. And I'm like, who's this guy? So am I. Uh, it turns out... It's no fucking one. <laughs> it's nobody. Well, it is somebody, but the it's, film doesn't think you need to know that. No. <laughs> it's just some dead dude. <laughs> the others all show up. Um, Pascal spots the money on the gun and tries to take the money. Remember, this guy's a pacifist. I, I love this. I Unintentionally. I, I think it was unintentionally. This might have been uh, the biggest laugh this got from me. Because Pascal spots this case with all this cash in. And he... And Josh is like, oh my god, I'm, I'm oh, processing it. He's, yeah. he's, and and Pascal says, distract him. I'm gonna take this money off so he can't see it. Yeah. They then don't distract him. <laughs> Pascal takes two steps in the middle of the road. And Josh is like, where are you going with all that money? Where, where are you taking that money? Do you think I've not seen that money? <laughs> and I'm like, what the? F-? At this point, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? You have literally no clue now. Um. Pascal's also got the gun, which he wouldn't shoot earlier. Yeah. He did shoot at Shorsh four or five times. Yeah, yeah. He unloaded the clip on him, man. Completely. And nothing happens to Shorsh. No. Though there are either blanks in the gun, or as Shorsh assumes, he's the second coming of Jesus. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's now having a total come to Jesus moment. Yeah, like he's saying, like, I just survived having five bullets shot at me. So the rest of them just drive off and leave. Yeah, they him. leave in there. They run. They run back to the car because he's there. now so absorbed by his own ego. His ego swallowed him whole. Yeah. So he forgets about the money. They Apparently. all leave. They get in the car. They leave. Um, he, as they leave, he's just laughing maniacally, sitting on the side of the road. Um, while they're in the car, they decide to count this money. They don't take it back to the house. We're going to count it whilst we're in the car. They work out they've got eleven million euros. <laughs> eleven million euros. And. I hadn't noticed it at the start of this sequence, uh, but not everyone's in the van. No, I hadn't noticed so this either. Maria is still at the house. Yep. And so is Anna. Yep. Uh, and so is Clemens. Yes. And the, so the guys in the in the van, so it's, it's the two remaining film crew and Pascal and... Alana. Alana. Um, I feel like the, the nerdy and guy Melvin. Melvin was there. Decide that they're not going to tell the others. Yeah, we won't and tell they're them. They're just going to split it between them. Yeah. Everyone in this film is a fucking shitbag. <laughs> yeah. Uh, both the girls decide... Well, one of the girls says, oh, I think I'm going to get bigger boobs. Yeah. And then the other one's like, yeah, I'm going to get bigger boobs too. <laughs> That's what girls do with money. Um, but so they do, though, go back to pick up the others. Yeah. But they're not going to tell them they're about this money. They're going to leave them there. No. They're not going to tell them about this money, yeah. but they are going to go and fetch them. And But they don't get Clemens, the drug dealer guy. No. He's just sitting at the table. They do get Maria, the stripper. Yeah. And Who they all hate, by the yeah. way. Yeah. 
and they try to get Anna, yeah. but she doesn't want to leave because so she's full on doomsday prepping. She's yeah. got some loincloths to finish, mate. Yeah, basically. She's going to stay there. So Alana says to Pascal, but we'll come back to her in a few days. <laughs> we'll come back for her in a few days. Yeah, so she, they're just It'll be out her. of the system. Uh, they get a bit down the road. Yeah. Uh, it looks like they've been to McDonald's. Yeah, I think they had been to McDonald's. Because when you've got 11 million euros, yeah. why wouldn't you go to McDonald's? And Melvin's like, why the fuck am I putting up with this shit from this hooker? Yeah. And just gives her some cash and they chuck her off the bus. They just get basically kick her out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Wilma's now gone full on female pervert. Because she's like, right, I'm I'm a filmmaker. But from now on, now I've got all this money. I'm only going to make films with naked men in. Yeah. I'm like, what? Is, what? <laughs> um, Meanwhile, we come back to Shosh. Yeah. Who's still sat by this van. Yeah. Uh, where, his, where his car stops as well. And he's on the phone to a business partner. Basically starting to talk about like making charitable donations to to various goodwill foundations because his life's been spared and he's got a new purpose yeah because somebody shot some blanks at him yeah and then we cut to the hotel saint Laurent or something along those lines in france in france and wilma and one of the other characters i'd lost it's a new person i was another complete well, it's, person. I g- I thought it was the cameraman. The it bold might guy. have been because he's grown some hair. Yeah, I and think he's got it was, glasses. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think of that. So some time has passed, and they're they're all kind of all glammed up in this. They're basically showing off that they're rich now. Yes, he's like, oh, what time's the helicopter picking us up? Yeah, and he's like, oh, I'm not sure. And the, then she turns to the camera. Yeah, breaks the fourth wall and says, "Well, the subtitles say it's nice to be financially comfortable." And then and the, the film. She, she asks for the bill. And then that's it. And then the film. The film ends. It's not even a film, man. <laughs> That's just... What is it's it? It's just some scenes that are vaguely laced together. They're not even laced together, some of them. Who was that dude? Who just happened to randomly find a dead man with 11 million euros on yeah. the side of the road and never even bothered to try and explain who he was? Yeah. So the whole doomsday thing stops. Completely stopped. They didn't... They gave up trying to kill Shorsh. Yeah. And then who's just, oh, exactly when we need something else to happen, here's a case full of 11 million euros. Yeah. Just fell out of the sky. Like a who drop was that in guy? a computer game. Because originally I thought it was the guy who was with his mum and dad. Because yeah. there was another guy, wasn't there? Like the press guy. Yeah. Or whatever. I thought it was him, but it can't have been him. Well, you didn't even see the guy's face. It was no. just a guy face down. Yeah, he wouldn't have had 11 million euros anyway. Yeah. So this random dirt track that Shosh pulls up just to try and stop his car that does work but suddenly there's 11 million euros at the end of the road and pascal turns into a psychotic robbing murderer yeah and then <laughs> there's no explanation of anything i that get what it's saying room. it's trying to say isn't it you know this guy this guy who was preying on people uh and 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 ripping people off by the end of this movie, because of this near-death experience, is now considering I'm giving money away, I'm going to do something useful with my life. Whereas all the other fucking, as it turned out, hipsters, you know, oh, we're going to live off the earth, blah, 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 self-sustainable, saw this case of money and went, fuck it, we're having that. Yeah. Bring me my um, foie gras. (laughs) (laughs) But it's so heavy-handed and it's just, no one's good in it. It's that not is, really funny. It's, it's, it's terrible, is what it is. It, it, it's barely a movie. It looks like it's been made by people who have never seen a movie before, written by somebody who's never even had experienced any sort of life before. It looks like it's filmed on a potato, as I said at the beginning. I, I, I feel like I, I, I just I'd, don't know. I'd have to just, uh, be interested to hear this episode back because I feel like I've just said some things. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. It <laughs> that, is just something that happened that happen. on the TV screen. It just happened to be some scenes that follow each other in a row. The characters are vague and weak. There's Netflix must have the got timeline this. is. They don't, it doesn't. This has just come in a deal. The, from that's a what I was studio. just going to say. There's, Netflix there's, must have got this in some sort of deal. I hope they got something good. No, no the one. Si- there's no one at Netflix who sits and quality checks. No. No, this is just little Austrian film. They've either brought out a distribution partner somewhere or they've brought a film that they wanted and they've got these free ones. And it's just, they've just chucked it on. It's the most nonsense film I've ever seen. It is nonsense. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It doesn't flow. 
it doesn't come together there's just there's just scenes it basically looks like somebody's just chopped some scenes together into the, it. yeah and the, the character of Shorsh is supposed to be this like charismatic puppet master yeah uh it's just he's awful he's none of those things and it makes everyone else in this movie look like complete imbeciles that they were even for a second taken along for his yeah ploy uh, they seem to be the worst doomsday preppers ever because there's no the only one in the tunnel was at all <laughs> they literally went in a tunnel once in the whole film yeah there's just nothing here there's nothing here no there's not it's, it's barely even a film there's there's nothing it's just an hour and 25 minutes of nothing yeah it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's really weird. It's it's just it's bizarre. It's nonsensical. I can't even ask you what the best thing about it is because <laughs> I genuinely don't think there's anything good about it. Um, is there? I don't think there is, but Anna maybe. <laughs> that's probably the character with the most well, potential. Yeah. There's you, but you've probably left a lot on the table with why she's like she is, and yeah, you never even understand that. Yeah. There's literally a one. line of like, "Our oh, parents worked too hard, so I had to look after her." But she's the only one who does any sort of doomsday prepping. But everyone thinks she's really weird, apart from her sister, who's looked after her. Yeah. Um, it's it's awful. It's nonsensical. But I didn't. I don't think I can say I hated watching it because I was kind of a bit in a trance by it. Yeah. I, having watched it, I'm like. I didn't like it. It was terrible. But I'm just saying, at the time, I was my brain was so busy, sort of going, "What is this? What think, is this yeah. trying to say?" That, and then it finished because it's only an hour and twenty minutes long. Yeah. I, so I can't say that I hated watching it, but I got absolutely nothing out. There's of nothing it. to get out of it. I don't think anybody's even trying to give you anything yeah. from it. Can I read you the synopsis again? Yes. <laughs> it says a dysfunctional group of wannabe survivalists hunker in a bunker to prepare for doomsday. But will their narcissism, delusions and jealousies end up killing them off before their long-awaited dream of a global cataclysm? Whoever's written that hasn't watched this movie. <laughs> so that says there is a threat of a global cataclysm, yeah. which isn't outlined in this movie. Uh, only one person dies, and that's through an accidental overdose of mushrooms. Yeah. Um, yeah yes, there are a lot of narcissistic people in it. Yes. There is no hunkering in bunkerings, the, which is very disappointing. I feel like the synopsis has come first. <laughs> I feel like somebody's written a synopsis and then somebody's gone, I'll make that film. And then forgotten what the synopsis was. Yeah. What would you change about it? Everything. Make a movie. Yeah, I think so. Give me a story. Give me a, uh, you know, give me a um, a, a plot line. Yeah. Give, give me some character development. There's no movie here. This is just, it feels like it's what's been cut from another movie. <laughs> it feels and, like and a stuff has been cut out from something else. And a couple of sketches. Yeah. It's bizarre. It's really bizarre. Shall we talk stream table? Yeah. Do you want me to read up from the bottom? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, currently at 18th in the stream table is the CEO. Uh, 17th is setup. 16th is eight remains. 15th is Target, 14th is Hard Times, 13 Comes a Bright Day, 12 The Land of Steady Habits, 11 The Parts You Lose, 10 All at Sea, 9 Sweeney Todd The Demon Barber of Fleet Street, 8 Robot Overlords, 7 XOXO, 6 Body Cam, 5 Pentagram, 4 The Trip, 3 Ghosts of War, 2 Summit of the Gods, currently number 1 in the stream table is Lockout. This is the worst film we've seen this season. It's very hard to make a case for... It to be the CEO else. is a terrible, terrible, boring film. But at least it's a film. <laughs> <laughs> I think the least you should expect from a film... Is that it's a film. ...is for it to be a film. Yes. I think that's... I don't think we're asking too much. I agree. I agree. Any... Do, do something that ties this together and make it a film when you've got something. <laughs> but this isn't a film. And so for that reason, it has to go bottom of the stream table. Yeah. I... I yeah. I've and that's before we even get to which I actually think we've been quite nice. I agree because we haven't gone to town at all on the acting, no, the or acting. the direction. You know, there's there's an, or the uh, script. There's, there's an argument. If there's a script. There's an argument that this is the worst film we've ever seen because 
just purely because it's not the film I've hated watching no, the most. No, but yeah, from if a quality point of view, quality filmmaking point of yeah. view, this is there's an argument that we've never seen worse than this. Even Ariel's had a storyline and had something going through it. Yeah, the acting was probably worse. Yeah, but this has nothing redeeming about it. I would go on a limb here and say this is the worst film we've ever seen. And that, from us, 150-odd films in now, that's saying something, <laughs> that this is the worst. I have um, i don't speak German. Okay, nor do I. Uh, I, I just, just while you were talking that, so I've been, I've just put back onto Letterboxd. Yeah. And there's, uh, like I said, there's five reviews. Uh, one of them was like quite a lengthy paragraph and it was in German. Okay. So I've just done a quick translate on it. Google Translate. Because uh, I thought, oh, it might, we might learn something from it. Right. Uh, no. Um, and it's not a nice review either. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want me to read it out? Go for it. Saw this mockumentary on Netflix on the 23rd of June, 2022. Uh, in hindsight, I would have preferred to see it on a private channel then there would have been commercial breaks for the film and therefore the chance for me to see something more worthwhile. <laughs> Very good point, well made. Um, that was Christian on Letterboxd who left that review. Uh, Thank you, Christian. Yeah, it's just don't watch it. Please don't watch it. Don't even waste your time trying to watch it. <laughs> it's that bad. Let's just pretend this movie doesn't exist. Let's put it at the bottom of the stream and hopefully... hope. I'm pretty sure. I've said it all the way through. That it's not... I, I know what the best thing is Go about on. this movie. Now I've thought about it. Go on. When I compare it to other terrible movies we've seen on this show, the best thing about Apocalypse, Please, is that it is not offensive. True. No, it isn't. <laughs> that is true. It's not even got that about it. No. <laughs> it hasn't. It's, it's appalling. Yeah, it's, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. I don't know what it is. It's terrible. It's terrible. Why did she break the fourth wall at the end? I don't know. And what is... What is with that ending? Well, it's nice to be financially comfortable. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I think the only caveat I will give it, the only slight benefit of the doubt I have to give it, is that we are going on, I, I think, some fairly basic subtitles. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Some of it isn't even subtitled. Yeah. <laughs> Just not bothered with that bit. And that isn't the movie's fault. No, it isn't. But despite that... This is still terrible. Yeah, it's a terrible, terrible movie. Shall we forget it ever happened and move on to next week? Yes, please. What would you like from next week? Uh, just a uh, movie. Yeah. <laughs> what haven't we had for a while? Uh, um, we've definitely not had a decent comedy for a long time. We haven't for a Maybe very we should long just time. stay away from comedy. <laughs> yeah. Get random me up. Horror? Sure. We haven't had a horror, like a proper horror sure. film for a long time. Sure. Okay, let's see what we get, shall we? You ready? I am. Robin has picked a movie called Intrusion. Okay. Any ideas what Intrusion I mean, it, it is? It does sound like it could be a horror. It does sound a bit horror-y. horror horror <laughs> Always difficult for you to say. Most things are. Yeah, here's me choosing to be a podcast. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, Intrusion isn't a horror film. Oh, okay. According to IMDb, it's a drama thriller. Released last year. Oh, quite, Relatively a, quite a baby film. Uh, it is a Netflix original as well. Do you want the synopsis? I would love it, please. After a deadly home invasion at a couple's new dream house, the traumatised wife searches for answers and learns the real danger is just beginning. Okay. As she's trying to process the horror of what happened during the invasion and trying to find peace in her home, her own home again, she starts to realise that she might not know the people around her as well as she thought she did. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Frida Pinto's in it. Okay. We know her. Cool. Can't see anybody else jumping out at me, but she's a pretty big name. So yeah, let's go and watch that, shall we? Yeah. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. If you want to drop us an email, you can do that at bottomofthestream at gmail.com. And if you want to check out our website, it's bottomofthestream.com. On the website, you'll find every episode we've ever recorded, all seven stream se season stream tables. And you can even find some merch if you want a bottom of the stream pin cushion pin cushion <laughs> i was thinking pinball machine really yeah how weird is that whoa connected man connected i mean i don't so nor do i i don't play pinball no i think you can get a cushion on there you can get a cushion well what is a cushion if not a pin cushion can any cushion be a pin cushion is that yes. what you're saying <laughs> why not 
Uh, technically, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you can stick pins in anything. Well, true. <laughs> I'm not a pin cushion. You, you could be if I stuck pins in. <laughs> you're my pin cushion. Oh, oh, oh that's so sweet. <laughs> After you've done all that, head over to Patreon, patreoncom slash stream. On there for a couple of quid every month, you will get early access to episodes. You will get bonus episodes. You will get a newsletter that Nick writes every month. It was eight pages long this month. The guy's incredible. And if you come in at the top level, you'll get a wild card. But I was thinking earlier, if we got a new Patreon now, they get a wild card for this season, so they might be able to beat Jordan. Oh, you know Even what? though we've already that, pronounced him the winner. That would be an absolute twist. <laughs> that would be a twist. So if anybody's thinking of joining the Patreon, do it now and come and try and beat Jordan. Um, after you've done all that, head over to Discord. Discord link will be in the show notes. In there, we have loads of fun. Every day, somebody's chatting in the Discord. We've had a couple of new people join this week. Um, we play games. We do movie watch-alongs. We have all sorts of fun in there. It's a great time. We do. We just shoot the breeze. We do, indeed. It's it's fun. We've made genuine lifelong friends in that Discord. It's a lovely and little community. If you come along, you can be one of those lifelong friends. You can. The indeed. Discord link will be in the show notes. If you've got a few minutes to spare, please consider leaving us a review or a rating anywhere you can review or rate podcasts. Uh, all those places, Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Podbean, uh, iHeartRadio, Pandora. We're on all of those. Spotify. Loads. That's a place. That's a definitely a place. <laughs> it's probably the biggest one. And more. Loads more. There's hundreds of podcast apps. Yeah. Just find one. Find your favorite. Get us on it. Simple. Yeah. If we, Oh, yeah. If we're not on any, let us know. But I think we're pretty much everywhere. Yeah, I think we pretty much are now. And leave us a review. That's always fun to do. Yeah. Give it just it helps our algorithm. It does. It gets more people listening. The pops more people reviewers, the more people are Pops listening. us in front of more people's eyes. Absolutely. So, yeah, do all of that. And then go out and watch Intrusion. Yeah. And we'll be back on Monday for The Wave and next Thursday for the movie show. Cheers. Bye.